0: 738 here on 92.7 WMAY Springfield's news and talk. I'm Patrick Fingston and for Greg Bishop this morning, uh, the, if you didn't see the news, uh, the city council is, uh, not allowing a sale of the Wyndham hotel downtown, uh, rejected a zoning variance that would have allowed, uh, some more, uh, apartments to be built in the current hotel, uh, Added 20 hotel rooms to the 80 already proposed, and then 300 rooms would be apartments, mostly the studio size variety. Uh, Mayor Jim Langfelder and at least one alderman said they would move the the move would be devastating to the downtown area. You know, and and that makes sense, but the idea that you want to bring more people to downtown is what's revitalized so many downtowns across the country. I just don't know that this is the way to do it. It it, it seems to be a, a a path of trying to make a a, a very quick buck, uh, especially through some Section Eight housing and things like that to uh, to be able to to keep that building going when you know, what we need are reasons for people to want to come to downtown Springfield. And and I, I sure hope that, that we can give them that uh, here in the next, uh, next weeks and months and years ahead. All right, 740 here on WMAY. We are pleased to be joined by State Senator Sally Turner. She represents the 44th District, the old Bill Brady District, uh, in in the state senate and uh will be moving her uh, shifting a little bit north uh she'll still have some of sangman county and uh uh into logan county her home county under the new map senator good morning how are you
1: good morning patrick i am sitting outside snapping our green beans
0: i i was <laughs> i was joking with you via text uh before we started how very rural republican of you <laughs>
1: Well, that's who we are, and like As, I said uh, last night, so, we did a tomato
0: juice all night. There you go. So it's it sounds like my childhood uh, in the summer, yeah. at least when we could just walk outside and pick sweet corn and come in and eat it. So because uh, yeah. grocery store sweet corn ain't sweet corn. Uh, nope. Anyway, we'll we'll talk sweet corn some other time. Let's let's talk about about. Uh, about your um, your feelings you know i've been spending a little time on on tax relief i i feel like the the legislature did not go far enough in its in its relief for people who have been hurting whether it's through high gas prices property taxes etc what should the legislature have done to ease the burden people were facing as inflation and, and other pressures crept up.
1: Yeah, well, I, I agree with you, Patrick. It, everyone's hurting. I mean, you hear it every day. And uh, one of the bills that we proposed, uh, the Senate Republicans did, was 4195 which, I mean, that was a huge, it was over $0.16 cents a gallon savings. Um, I wish that would have been um, looked at. Uh, more deeply uh, by the majority party. And uh, we could have seen a, a big change with that. And, uh, um, you know, right now it only looks like it's, we're pocketing like a, a candy bar once you get done filling the gas tank. And it could have been much greater than that.
0: You know, I, I think most people when they, as, as, you know, and I live, I live, of course, in the suburbs, even though I'm a downstate or uh, by, by, by heart and by trade, the, the property tax concern here is, is out of control. Uh, but it's, it's, it's an issue in, in small towns and large towns alike. It's, it's not like we can wave a magic wand and just provide schools billions of more dollars to offset pensions and, and, and property taxes, because that, uh, that would still come from taxpayers one way or another. Sure. What's the and what's it, the what's the trick here in your mind in in reducing the burden of property taxes?
1: Well, in my mind, as you know, I'm a former county clerk, and so what I saw was the assessed valuations. And so we see in I'll just use our like small communities like in rural uh, Logan County. When you see that uh, new businesses, uh, new homes, all those things that come to your community. Those increase the value, which then in in turn reduce your tax rate. So I think it's really important that we push the business aspect of uh, Illinois and why people want to come here to work. Well, they want to come here to work because we have great businesses, we have wonderful places to work, and we need to expand those things so we have more places for people to work and so that uh, our assessed value increases to bring down tax rates.
0: Senator Sally Turner joins us here on WMAY. She's a Republican from Logan County, represents parts of uh, Sangamon County currently and under the new map uh, when it uh, goes into effect in, in January after this November election. Senator, you mentioned you were a, a county clerk uh, previously yes, before you were appointed to the uh, the Senate. You, The county clerk, of course, uh, administers elections and election integrity is... At the top of mind for Republicans, whether uh, it's for the right reasons or not, Um, I've I've been clearly outspoken about some of the the stupid conspiracy theories about, you know, how the election was stolen from Donald Trump or or any of that nonsense. When when the courts rejected that logic rejected that anyone who's ever seen an election administered knows that that was silly. So from someone who's actually administered an election, but yet has constituents that are frustrated about this, how do you see this situation?
1: I can't speak on a national level, Patrick, um, because that wouldn't be right for me because I'm not there. Sure, sure, but talk here. I mean, what you've experienced. Sure. I can speak on, on a local level when I left in 2018. So in 2018, I was county clerk for six terms. And I can honestly say that we had fair, uh, equal elections that were run extremely well. And both sides of the aisle said that. I worked really well with um, both Republican and the Democrat Party in Logan County. And I think that's one of the things that's really important to make sure that um, both both parties are aware of uh, the processes and they're actual, uh, they can be there and watch the processes. And I, I would say that I know my present county clerks, my my present county clerk, who's my present predates- predecessor, Teresa Moore, um, has the parties come in, watch your processes, watch all the uh, tallies, um, uh, everything that happens. And also uh, Josh Tanner, Macon County, uh, Tazewell County Clerk, uh, Mason County Clerk, Summer Brown, they all do a fantastic job. And you know, the, the way I always uh, noted my county clerks when we had a conference or when we talked to any of them, it, was, it had nothing to do with partisan politics. Those people were there to do a job, and it, that was a reflection on their integrity. So I, I know that um, it's that's something that's on people's minds that maybe is a national level, but I would encourage people to look at their local elected officials and make sure that those are the people with great integrity and uh, that run safe and fair elections. And those are the people that they support and that they want to continue to be elected to represent them.
0: A couple of things in Illinois, since, since you've run these elections, uh, one of the things that we keep hearing is that uh, voting machines are connected to the Internet and can be compromised. Voting machines sure. in Illinois are not connected to the Internet, correct?
1: Exactly. So... The State Board of Elections makes sure they have a team that makes sure that all those things are tested and none of those, um, they're all standalones that count the ballots at the end of the evening. Um, so none of those are connected to the internet. It can't be. Um, the, the only ever problems with cybersecurity is at the end of the night when someone is uploading those results. And the uploading of those results, is, of course, is on the, the internet. And so that's when someone, uh, a hacker or whatever, can get on somebody's site and mess with totals and then cause an uprising in people's minds thinking, what happened? You know, how did that change? So bad people can mess with things that are on public Internet. But not, uh, there's no messing with the integrity of the counting of the ballots in Illinois at their standalone system when they receive that information back from the polls.
0: Senator Sally Turner joins us for another minute here on WMAY one other thing on on elections the the idea and this is there's some whack job conspiracy theories being brought up about the the US Senate primary in Illinois that that 30,000 votes or something were added after polls closed when when they're completely dismissing the fact that we have a two week gap for for absentee ballots to get here and there's it's entirely plausible that there are, are tens of thousands in a state of 12 million that come in late. Correct.
1: Yeah, I will. I will say, you know, there's a lot of things that um, voters just need to um, be more educated on. And that's something that clerks as, as a whole need to put out there. So I don't know if you recall back, I believe it was uh Tom Cross, who was in these, <clears throat> who was a state representative, he was running for treasurer. Do you remember that rate? Mm-hmm. Of course, 2014. Right. So right after that, <clears throat> you know, that type of thing was coming out. Right after that, I know the legislature passed a bill that the clerks had to post all those outstanding ballots and how many were out there. So all that information goes to the State Board of Elections immediately as how many outstanding needed provisional or uh, by mail ballots are out there that have been returned so that information's there it's just that it, it is surprising you know with all this you know we have goofy early voting and all, all those things it's not like it was in the old days where it was election day you went to the polls and you voted and you were done I mean mm-hmm. if that's something that the voters feel that they'd rather have that's that's a whole nother story but um yeah it's just it's that's just the things that Voters need to be educated on is how does this happen and how do those um, how do those change and where where are those ballots stored and that's all things they need to question their county clerks on and make sure that they're welcome to go to public tests and go to uh, uh, go to their offices and ask those questions.
0: Senator Sally Turner joins us here on WMAY uh, Real quickly, uh, Senator, before we let you go, um, as you look at. Uh, your next term, your first full term, uh, in the legislature, uh, starting in, in January, you're unopposed, I believe in November, uh, your district changes a little bit. You're getting a little bit more Bloomington, a little less of Springfield. Uh, I actually, one of the funny redistricting stories, maybe, maybe not so funny, haha, but you know, sad mm-hmm. funny is the, uh, I, I, I've mentioned to people that uh, your district now goes into Senator Jason Barrickman's backyard, uh, which yeah. includes his kids' uh, jungle gym thing out there. So <laughs> uh, you know it's 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 funny how those lines are drawn. But you're you're clearly going to stay in the minority. You know there the numbers are are not possible realistically for for Republicans to take the Senate this time around. Uh, so how do you get things done, especially as you see? the the Robert Peters's and and leftward move of the Senate and the legislature uh, and their influence growing as as you're a a rural conservative.
1: Yeah, you know, that's one of the things, I guess, that I noticed when I first came a year and a half ago. It it felt like um, being in that super minority, you had no seat at the table at all, at, at, at all. He didn't really have a voice. Could, there was, um, that's the thing I think that's wrong with government today, is that we all represent districts and we all need to have a seat at the table. And we all need, there's all kinds of different opinions and ideas and things that we can work together to get things done to help the people, all the people. Everything's different all over Illinois and I think if we just would sit down and have conversations to be able to discuss these things instead of it just being one way and that's it. So I, I, I really, I, I look forward to not being in the super minority so that maybe we can have a seat at the table so that maybe our opinions do count. Um, and uh, I look forward to working with the legislature uh, as in the coming days.
0: Senator Sally Turner, thanks for the time this morning and uh, enjoy your green beans.
1: <laughs> okay, talk to you later. Thanks.